Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Rewild My Bio podcast. I'm your host, Sean Slade, and today my guest is Tyler Bryden, a friend of mine and a hardworking young entrepreneur, marketer, and software developer who owns two businesses, uh, 165 Interactive, which is a digital marketing firm based out of London and Toronto, Ontario. And Tyler is also the founder and CEO of Speak AI Incorporated, which is the company behind Speak. That's an app that allows you to transcribe audio and video conversations into text and identify keywords, themes, people, tones, so much more. It's actually the software that I am using to transcribe this podcast into the show notes. And it is also the software that I am using for my uh, research, for my interviews in my research for my PhD. So as you'll find out here today, I met Tyler back at the Propel Entrepreneurship Center at Western University in London, Ontario, through the sales incubator, through a startup sales incubator uh, in the class of 2016. And Since then, I've had the pleasure of developing a friendship with Tyler as we had embarked on an adventure to Burning Man in 2019. So it's going to be a fun podcast here today. We got together right before the holidays, actually, so we were enjoying some festive food and beverages. And um, yeah, it was great because we have a lot of common interests, Tyler and I. He is a fellow mental health advocate as well as a community-focused social entrepreneur. And he is also a explorer of human consciousness. And in my opinion, he is a bad boy lifestyle entrepreneur for real. Despite him being such a techie, he truly does embody the rewilding mindset. And he does, as you'll find out in this episode, have deep roots in nature. So what we're gonna talk about today, a lot of really cool stuff. Tyler actually kind of jumps right into the co-host role, um, as I hope to have Tyler back to talk more about this very topic of things of artificial intelligence, technology, and rewilding, the whole paradox between it, the paradox of, you know, podcasting to rewild. We talk about that here in this episode. Um, And, you know, I'm just, overall, I'm just grateful for Tyler's knowledge, his patience, teaching me the ropes of how to launch a podcast And today we discussed just that, how to get your message out in a day where everyone is, you know, fighting for your attention, Um, your attention's being bought and sold without us even knowing, right? Um, All the more reason I feel like to increase the bandwidth on the idea of rewilding and putting that out there into the ethers and, you know, encouraging folks to disconnect and how to disconnect, how to be in nature, how to reconnect with those wild parts of our soul. That's what we're here to do. So I was happy to have Tyler here to talk about all this cool stuff. I'm happy to have him as part of my network in order to even launch this podcast. Um, You know, it's interesting to think that, you know, we think that we're Google's customers when in actuality, we're actually their product. They sell our attention to people who are advertising on their platforms, right? So Tyler actually asked me, you know, he asked if technology, if I think it's good or bad. And, you know, he asked same thing. We kind of got into AI. And I think we skimmed over the subject just because it was above my pay grade, given the fact that we were enjoying ourselves over the holidays. But I'm definitely going to have him back to get more deep into that very question, right? Is technology good or bad? I kind of, I do like my answer here in the episode. So, um, 
but obviously apps and ads that are created to distract us and keep us on their platform and exploit, you know, the neurotic human nature we evolved with. I, I mean, I don't think that it's a good thing. So, uh, you know, this, that, that use of tech actually makes me want to move off grid. So I think, uh, we did a good job kind of just diving into that. Um, and we were really just really excited to put this one together overall because it was a long time coming. Um, Tyler, uh, has been helping me for some time getting this all up and running. Um, and yeah, again, it was right before the holidays. So we definitely enjoyed ourselves. We got into the topic of Burning Man, which um, you'll see I made it sound like Burning Man is a living nightmare. And that is not true. It very much, I think, comes down to what you bring into Burning Man. And for me, I was just coming off a two-year pilgrimage where I had actually lived in an RV, right? And uh, the RV that we had for Burning Man was literally the same layout, identical RV to the one that I had been uh, essentially living in for some time. So I think uh, for me, it was, I, I felt right at home, uh, just different elements in the desert. Whereas Tyler, you know, he had never been on such a pilgrimage before. So it was all, you know, every kind of bump in the road, you feel a little bit different, I think. So I think that's really neat because yeah, Burning Man, not living hell. I think we, uh, I think we skimmed over it a bit today. So who knows? We might talk about it again. Heck, we might even go again. So we will see. But uh, we had a lot of fun putting this one together. So without any further ado, I give to you the episode with Tyler Bryden. Welcome to Rewild My Bio, a self-help and alternative health podcast. I'm your host Sean Slade. Join me as I share stories, science, and strategies to help you rewild your biology and redefine your biography. I feel like we've just unofficially started a podcast <laughs> right there. But if we haven't, and now we are starting the okay, podcast. We're starting, okay. And I might just use that other piece to start the podcast. But right now, the, Who knows? <laughs> we're starting the podcast right now. Good day to you all out there. I am joined with my good friend, Tyler Bryden. Hello. Tyler, please say hello. Hi. And uh, today is, uh, is an exciting day because getting this podcast up and running is uh, very much attributed to this man's breadth and depth of knowledge. Oh, wow. And uh, so if you don't like the podcast, you're basically basically blame you. Can we cut that? No, uh, <laughs> no, you can't, you can't blame him. Blame, your, oh, blame yourself. Man, that's so funny. That's, that's something you have to figure out for yourself. But um, no, I am uh, totally stoked to have you here because you, this sir. is uh, Tyler is going to be what I hope is, I hope this is not your, your last first and we'll last see, episode. Buddy. Right? I haven't made that decision yet. I know. Yeah. I kind of said, <laughs> hey, would you, would you like to, I invited Tyler to be one of the co-hosts, which I spoke about on an earlier. It's an honor. It's an honor. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I had uh, mentioned in my intro to the show or my welcome podcast that I plan on having the odd co-host on for certain topics. Cool. And that's because I, if I'm going to dive into some things that Maybe I won't even necessarily pick up as an interviewer. I'm not necessarily an interviewer per se. So to have a friend in the room True. who's yes. facilitating yeah. the conversation that would basically, like, let's say in the area of entrepreneurship or marketing and kind of getting your message out there, I think you're the guy to, uh, you know, to talk to about that. So I would love to have you on. Let's say if we got somebody like Tim Ferriss, marketing guru, or, you know, oh, or on the, on, oh, yeah, you, yeah. You, would, you, could be the, you could be the co-host for that one, man. Wow. If he's ever Thank on you. the show. Yeah, Timmy, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can prepare. You can prepare the list because you you're much more, I think, 
be up to him than I am for the most part. But that might be true. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's a good guy. He just I've, yeah. donated a lot of money to uh, John Hopkins, oh, so yeah. I'm very happy with him. Really, I I had read his uh, the Four Hour Work Week yep. way back when, and that was it. Stop consuming his content. No, I think a lot of people <laughs> went there, but uh, no, but I, that's I got, all they needed. They no, got. Really, he I, 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 I was very much on the same like. Yeah, on, yeah. I got the message. I you know being an entre- the entrepreneur spirit is alive and well in me, and I, uh, I I totally got where he's coming from. But I mean, and then I've seen him. Obviously, he's still getting some of his content, and more so For recently, sure. yeah, yeah, going to Burning Man. Which we will be talking about, oh. um, but yeah, no, I uh, which yeah we, we made it we four did minutes together. in, we missed it. Yeah, yeah right. I had, yeah. had to mention it. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, more so recently, kind of getting across some of his content. He was on a episode of uh, Meat Eater, which I was like, no way, he's he was out there like hunting caribou in Alaska with Stephen mm, Rinella, and it was uh, it was an awesome episode. Yeah, yeah, and he there he is like diving into the idea of like what is it to to hunt and yeah, being all Tim Ferriss about it. It was yeah. great. It was a great episode. But anyways, yeah, off on the rabbit hole. Hmm. Back to uh, back to <laughs> what I, back to the podcast. Yeah, back yeah. to the podcast. So yeah, so <laughs> that segue back to uh, back to the podcast. Basically, speaking of podcasts, the whole idea here today, um, and there really is no idea today. It's Tyler and I meeting up before the holidays out here in the yeah. Port Stanley studio. The drive, and uh, yeah, and he, and he got to enjoy enjoy the nice drive out, and uh, we went for a nice walk by the water. It's crispy. After it's yeah, it, it was, was really nice though. So, right? It's beautiful. Port Stanley is a beautiful place. Right, it really yeah. is. It really is. Right, and it's it's London's beach basically. If you're not familiar, it's mm-hmm. it's the North Shore of Lake Erie. And it is uh, nice and quiet this time of year, and it's kind of my little one studio, but two yeah. writers' den. And uh, yeah, you made you made the way out. So we had a nice venison dinner. Yeah, it was so good. The full rewild. And, my and bio for the global experience. the global listeners here, that's London, Ontario, not London, UK. Um, and uh, yeah, we Sean. Uh, I, well, you. you've told, talked a little bit about uh, the deer story, I believe. But uh, man, that venison that's uh, that's giving me high right now too. That's good stuff. It was. So thank good, you very right? much. Yeah, we got fueled right up for this one. So yeah, so this this episode is is pre holiday, so it is us enjoying an alcoholic beverage, and uh, yeah. Fine, if you finest, haven't figured that out yet, yeah. <laughs> the finest herbs that Ontario has to offer these days. So, um, but anyways, yeah, where I was going with that whole thing is that I want to basically uh, one talk about the practice of starting a podcast. Yeah, because holy heck, yeah, you've been through a lot hell, here, man. You've, holy been, you've hell, been through a lot here. Yeah. It is a uh, for someone who wants to spend his time rewilding, like literally learning how to tie knots in things and hunt <laughs> yeah, exactly. as an as an adult onset hunter. Um, it's, it's, I'd rather be doing other things. Right. But I also understand I've had the opportunity to, to do that as full time for two years. Yeah. So now getting back to the real, real world yet again, or the default world, as they say at Burning Man is, uh, you know, I have to get on the technology and that's part of being like a yeah. PhD student and a teacher and all that. And I've, I'm not yeah. new to it completely. But well, yeah. and, and you know, the, the problem, not the problem is, but today we're in a state where, um, if you're trying to communicate or you're trying to share a message or a story and in many ways you are, um, you're it's hard to not participate in this digital sort of ecosystem that we're in right and um it's sort of sad but it's like uh, you know a tree falls in the forest and no one no one hears it is there a sound and it's like if you you could you could talk to yourself in this room all day but if there's no distribution yeah uh, no one's ever going to hear it and and it's so true and i mean that's just it we've always used tools throw if you throw out you know human history so i've i've said this here on the on the first episode it's something i'll say again and to hear you say it's it's it kind of rings true to me is that yeah we've We've evolved with certain technologies. Some have been to our detriment. Others oh, have been sure. to our yeah. our aid and the speed at which we can, um, you know, change our vibration and become conscious at different levels. And I think that technology this in this this way, like we were saying this earlier, actually about knowledge dissemination. There really is yeah. no better way right now than the spoken word and putting it out through the internet. 
Um, and you know, and that's, and that's the whole other part of starting a podcast that's challenging. And that's, yeah. uh, well, and you, and like you, you've uh, going through that experience right now, but like setting up an RSS feed, basically having the ability to distribute that to so many platforms at once. Like they've all just syndicated RSS feeds, whether it's Google podcast, Apple, like uh, Spotify, and then there's many, many more that are just, it's like setting up one URL on your site basically, and you're ready to go. So right. you can just drop this in. And this is, I think a big part about setting up the podcast, especially for someone like you, you care about spending time in nature. You have a lot of other hobbies, right. a lot of other things you enjoy. So you don't want to spend all your time focused on even how figuring out how to get, podcast out you're wanting totally. to communicate in the moment you're wanting to enjoy that time and then you're wanting to watch it go into the world in the way that you want so totally. i think it's really figuring out logistically how you can set up a system from the start that doesn't take the joy out of actually creating the content like the podcast that yeah. you're doing if you get caught up in technical issues here you're not going to have fun doing this oh i know no i mean getting like actually getting the technology in front of me i had that little bit of you know obligation kind of feeling of like oh man this is kind of feels like work right here doing it but um honestly at the end of the day that's why i think having someone like you in my corner and you know or in and paying a, a professional to you know coming and seeing someone like tyler to do this type of stuff is I think super important if you are someone like me who who really is more focused as an academic, as a researcher, um, you know, and we're going to, I guess, I guess this is a great time to actually like um, maybe maybe ask you a question in regards to how you got into this line of work, how you got into marketing, how you got into uh, technology. And uh, yeah, that's that being your passion and that being where you own two businesses. How yeah. uh, how did you kind of find this, this passion for you? Because I know it is definitely a passion. Yeah, and I've... And I, I don't know. I think about this, I guess, a lot. Like um, I, I said, one thing that, and there is a connection here. Is I, I did grow up on uh, on, a, on a farm, so it was a horse farm, and I grew up there for twelve years of my life. And I was just there, um, just there yesterday as well, too. And so, um, I think there was a lot of like grounding in nature in my life. Uh, but I, and I've, I think I've talked about this before, but just the my my mom worked at home, and so we yeah we had a we had a really nice computer, and I spent a lot of time on that computer. Played, I mean, I played a lot of video games, right. um, and I think Child of the yeah, age, but something I, I spent a lot of time just. Or you were the nineties. I was in the nineties, right? Yeah, you were the nineties, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, okay. early nineties, yeah. Yeah, video I'm getting, well, I'm getting, well, exactly. Video games, but then just like I don't know, I always enjoyed like it was weird, but like uh, going into like file explore. I, I just like always like figuring out like what 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 files that popped up in your file explorer like what were they and so i just spent a lot of time i mean the internet one thing that has it's given us is i mean i i don't, don't want to be too much of an accurate but like, like search engines to me are just the most extraordinary thing we've ever had uh, as humans to be able to just have a question type it in and just get a response from right. that and uh so i think i i've spent a lot of time really enjoying that part of my life of just constant learning through just being curious. And I think that's what I, I've seen in a lot of people is curiosity just driving them. And curiosity seems to drive people in different directions. Uh, mine has been technology. Right. I was wondering that, like, what do you right. think in, in general? What do you think of technology? Do you think it is as neutral? Do you think it is positive? Do you think it's negative? What do you? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, uh, it's a loaded question because I feel like there's, oh, yeah. there's so much to it. There's <laughs> like, again, there's nothing, nothing, uh, nothing true or nothing constant in the world except for the fact that nothing's constant and for paradox, or that's mm. at least the two that right now that are kind of ringing true to me. So in that question, there's definitely two sides of the coin, yeah. right? So, I mean, yeah, like every tool, you know, I think every tool out there could be used for like either or, good or bad, however yeah, you want yeah. to define that. But uh, I, I'm not I'm not trying to dance around your question. I, I really do think that I look that's at things. No, I think, I think of yeah. things as, as an like optimist. <laughs> no, as an optimist, as a humanist, I like to think that we're going to eventually figure out how to use like this specific technology of like the internet 
to uh, do a lot more good than it currently is. Like yeah. I do think social media, there's so many like great, amazing ways to use it. And at the same time, there's so many like negative ways and, yeah. and trolling and, and uh, other th- issues that I wouldn't even necessarily you know, know enough to speak about. But like, I definitely see it, it could be better, right? Like wow. we don't have to look at like, um, I mean, obviously like, I think advertising is, is a natural part, but I think, uh, again, I think that it's important that we are like cognizant of the message that we're putting out there and it just takes individuals, I don't know, it takes individuals being real on those platforms, I think, for there to be any real value yeah. on a social level or on a social change, but I think that's kind of tricky right now. But well, anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, I think the, the, the um, like the original, um, the, I guess the, yeah, the contributed for the World Wide Web, uh, web Tim, uh, Tim Berners-Lee, he like wanted um, the internet to be much more of like a two-way exchange system where like if you were, if I was watching a video of you, it was just like in a, in a more seamless way, it was um, basically doing microtransactions. So I was paying you by watching you, which in a, in a sense has happened, but it's been taken over by such large third parties like YouTube, like, um, like Facebook. And so there's a middleman between it now and then right. like the systems that they've built, like this, the, the thing that I, I, I'm a question obviously about anyone and on a podcast is like, you know, how are you, are you going to, what, what is this actually for? So is it, is it right. for a sustainable living? For sure. Is it for a hobby? Um, how do you, if it isn't for a hobby, how are you actually going to like monetize that? Cause that seems like, um, you know, I think anyone, um, depending on what you're doing can get burnt out by that. Everyone wants to like monetize through content, but it's a really difficult thing to actually do as well too. So I don't know where right. I'm going with that, but I just, no. it's, it's, it's a challenge and it's uh, a challenge that so many people are facing. And I like seeing platforms like we've seen pl- platform like Patreon arrive, arrive and like that's already had a bunch of trouble, but it was, what's, yeah, what's Patre- Patreon? so Patreon and like a lot of people on podcast or like a lot of podcasters use it. A lot of YouTube creators will use it. So it's like, you set up perks and then a bunch of people can basically just sign up for, for example, four bucks a month and then they get access to that perk. So it's like a way to support your favorite creator. So a lot of YouTube videos you'll see with like a Patreon link and people will have that right back to them. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. It's really fascinating. I think they've had some, some problems lately with the, like the, I don't know if it was the lead, like the management team or what's going on there, but uh, there was a little bit of a revolt from it. But at that exchange was really one of the like purest forms of people like paying you know, they're paying them just to support them. Right. Like right now we still are detached a little bit because we're watching our YouTube, uh, you know, our, our YouTube um, favorite creator, but we're not actually paying them anything. Sure. Everything's just a free exchange. And so we don't value content. And that's what really sort of devastates the creator of the web is yeah. because um, content and so much that is valuable has been like completely um, devalued because we're so used to it, like these free platforms. Right. No, there's definitely a lot of cost. You're kind of like making me realize like how, important it is to i i guess it, it does i mean all this fancy equipment that we're sitting in front of here that's right, very nice right now it is it is very nice but heck hearing that you could make some money i mean as someone who's just starting a podcast i'm glad to be learning this right now <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. i haven't even got to the <laughs> yeah. monetization well and i yet. don't think you should though i uh, think that's no, why i think the people not. who are going for just that just that reason get themselves in a lot of trouble but um it, yeah. yeah no but back to what you were saying about uh sharing content i mean i think it is one way that if you have sustainability behind you and obviously the intent here in this podcast i've kind of already addressed the paradox that is like re or like dichotomy between podcasting about rewilding you think yeah, we have to yeah, go get sure. our hands dirty but again it's a technology where i think educating uh, how to rewild or how to rethink about the way in which we view medicine and the environment and how we design our businesses right and to base those in nature um, again, to so to rewild them yeah. essentially is is the the goal here. So I think yeah, we you can you can use these platforms for whatever it is that you want to sell or speak about or or, or 
passionate about. But again, at the end of the day, um, I guess what we're trying to do here is get out the message that uh, to do it in a sustainable way, right? So that's why I've kind of enjoyed, well, working with you is because you're always very much, you know, in coming to you like, oh, what should I do? Should I be doing Google AdWords or how should I spend my money essentially on this podcast? And your, your you know, thing you kind of really drove home to me was create good content, right? And let it yeah. organically grow. So I guess, well, one thing I, before we keep, I, there's something there that I wanted to ask you about, like platforms to put it on. Well, well I guess where I was going with that is I'd love to know where you think uh, or how the best way is to grow organically with content so that your search engine optimized and all that. But um, what are some of the platforms you think are like kind of like the top five that you maybe want to put Ooh, on? Like shit. I'm doing, yeah. so well, I'm doing like, yeah, so I've got, I've got Apple, I've got Google, I've got, uh, you know, Spotify, I know yep. now is doing it. So then there's like other ones like Stitcher, Overcast. Yeah, yeah. What what are other ones that you think are worth putting it out there on? Well, and I, I know that there is a plethora of actual like podcast distribution um, sort of like channels. I think then the ones that you just mentioned are like the main ones that most people are listening on. Like I just think of like, where, where do people spend their time every day? And, um, and those are the big, those are the big ones. Like the other, uh, the piece that I'm thinking even more is um, once you get someone, generally most people are going to consume through those channels. Maybe some people actually come to your website and use like a player on your site to actually play it. Right. Um, but there needs to be like, I, w- I think the more important part is the, like the other pieces of the distribution. So not necessarily like your RSS feed to podcast, but like, what are you going to do for Instagram? What are you going to do for Facebook? What are you going to do? Right. Uh, I, I would say your search engines. And then if we look at other platforms, like you do have Twitter, I don't know. Everyone's talking about TikTok right now. I have not right, spent yeah. any <laughs> I've made like four, like have you made them? Done? Well, yeah, like yeah, my yeah. friend's daughter, who's like 10 it's years hilarious, old. It's uh, hilarious. Subjective. She, yeah, she, no, it was hilarious. It was, it was very, yeah, no, it was, <laughs> it was hilarious just seeing how you know, the youth are, how kids these days are using oh, TikTok, and, yeah, and I did a couple mm-hmm. funny videos, and that was uh, another procrastination tool that yeah, I just do not sure. need. Yeah, rather yeah. than like, you know, I'm just oh, so well, and it goes back to the same thing, right? Like all these different yeah. platforms. How how are you going to like what what channel is going to be the most important to you? Like right. I I think what I see so many people doing is just get spread thin, trying to do all the all the all the platforms at once. And then I'm doing it right now. Like I'll use a tool. I use a tool called Agora Pulse. And it allows me to share my content to all, all the platforms awesome. I want, all the different companies I want. But the even like the ability to do that means like I'm being lazy basically, and I'm not tailoring those posts specifically for each platform either. Right. Like each, you know, Instagram has a different feel, LinkedIn sure. has a different feel, and yet sure. I'm just sort of standardizing across for the sake of like efficiency. So for you, um, I think, and you're still like you're just getting into this, and we're you know you're setting up your site and we're doing all this stuff. But um, you need you don't actually know the official way that people are going right. to come and find it yet. Yeah, like, no, like, so you even, it's even iterating. In wilding, yeah, it's, it's ex- very, exactly. Very vague and different. Yeah, like I as think a, as I say, as a tag or what have you, right? So yeah, you said there's a specific hashtag easy. for it though, and yeah. there's a following and a movement around that. So right. you've got to start with your niche audience and then slowly like right. figure out who the sort of like um, not outliers are, but like sort of on the bubble people are right. who you can actually bring into interest and then need people to advocate for you. Right. And um, you're generally trying to get the highest shot you can at. I don't know. It's like upward trajectories as, as quickly as you possibly can. So like I, the one thing I do talk about a lot, search engines are still massive and podcasts give you a, an amazing opportunity because you do, um, you know, we're spitting out a lot of words right now. Both of you and I are quick talkers. So it's like, right. there is a lot. So that's one thing it's, it's silly, but I just say like, do your podcast right. and then literally transcribe it after. And then transcribe and, it and, and push yeah. it out on different platforms. Push so it out, yeah, that's being exactly. the more important thing than what platform I guess to actually, uh, to actually choose. <clears throat> You're giving us a lot of good stuff. And I think you just kind of 
segued into, I think, one super cool thing that I want to talk about is, um, so you, like, you know, so you want to do a podcast, but now it comes down to transcribing that and actually getting specific pieces out in different ways to different people. Yeah. Um, so that's usable. And that's my purpose here. And that's the main reason why I want to, um, you know, talk to you, not only from a marketing standpoint of how to get the show out in that way, but speak AI or whatever, 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 no, but speak AI is your other company. So I guess let's, let's talk about first. I mean, I did kind of ask you already how you got into tech yeah. and that, but let's say you're, let's go from your first um, business or from what we're talking about here about marketing and how that led into speak and everything that you're doing yeah. with this kick-ass software that is, I'd say a must if you're doing a podcast like we, <laughs> like we are using here. We're actually not using it right now, but we will be using it. Yeah. Uh, well, once I get well, it going thank, on my new computer. And thank you for, I mean, I guess uh, for, for asking me about that. Um, yeah, the, I mean, I think the, the natural extension of um, being interested in technology just allowed me to, I mean, it doesn't allow me, but it made, it made me choose a path of um, me wanting to use that knowledge, that understanding um, that I have um, for some sort of business purpose. And I've always been, um, I've always felt like an independent person growing up. I wanted to be a lawyer and just have, I just, I think there's something about control that, uh, that is a big part mm -hmm. of it. And, uh, I love the idea of just like customizing something to your fitting using technology. And so started out with websites right. and then, um, you know, and it's, it's just like just building a website alone isn't good enough. And it's the same thing with this, you know, what we're, what you're doing with a podcast or what anyone's doing with content. If you just create it and you put it in a shelf, um, like no one's going to find it. And generally like putting a website up, there's like billion, right. I, I don't even know how many websites there is. I know there's like so 400 much, million WordPress so sites much, alone. It's like, so much so, work. And I just worry, yeah. it's like how, now, how are people going to see this? Cause it's like here, here yeah. I am spending, you know, over a year, even getting this show up and running <laughs> and, and spending time in the woods and writing and getting yeah, yeah, things yeah. prepared on all levels. And then it's just like, okay, now how am I going to actually get this out? Right. So, but again, I obviously believe in it as a, and that's as a better it. alternative and I think that's to say exactly. publishing something in a yeah. peer reviewed journal or, or other methods. I'd still believe very much in it, but Anyways, well, it allows you, well, it allows you to iterate really quickly as well too, right? Like I think there's something amazing about, for example, publishing a standalone book that you've done and written and spent a lot of years in, but uh, the world's moving so quick that um, like content, I find it has such a short shelf life. Like you can make a right. classic novel right. that people will read and be um, applicable at any time, especially if you put a lot of work and effort into it and there's still a ton of people doing that. But uh, right. the ability for you to sort of like see what's happening that day, take, um, you know, understand like what people are really thinking about or caring about and then try to integrate that into your own sort of thesis that you have in your life, I think right. is a really powerful thing. And then if you can do that right. and share it out quickly, um, that, that becomes really powerful as well too. And uh, I guess to loop that back yes, around anyway, what I'm, just, sorry, what I'm I, doing. I you there That's, from, hey, sidetrack me all. Making I want. the content to then, yeah. mark, to then yeah. marketing it. Yeah. No, I, I think um, what I was doing with websites were basically the exact same thing. I was just creating websites and they just, no one was coming to them. So I figured out how to put set, you know, Google Analytics on the site. I figure out how to measure how people were coming <laughs> and then you'd see like very small numbers. I'm like, okay, well, it's not fun to look at this when no one's actually, uh, right. one's actually coming. I say, it's, well, <laughs> except for the people in Spain, because I know that you were pretty big in Spain. It, well, music, it's not, it wasn't careers. big in Spain. That no, was one you're, <laughs> you're, you're being modest. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, there, there, it's, but that's even the weird part is we'll, when you put the we'll content... link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, when you put the content out into the world, it like... It, it does have this, then all of a sudden there is a chance that it gets found, especially right. even if you do make a website and you use the right search terms on the page or like the keywords within your content, like there actually is a chance it gets found. One thing I, I just want to say though, that I is quite crazy to mm. me this year as a marketer is this, it was the first year ever that people put a search 
a search result on search engines and um, 50% of those searches, they didn't actually go to a page. So meaning like when you search on Google now, next, next, be looking at it and you'll get like those featured snippets that basically have the answers without you actually clicking to a website. So have you seen... Break like, it down again. So <laughs> Maybe this is just me being like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to brown my Sean's in the, he's in the that. woods. Uh, oh, I'm in the woods, yeah, no. <laughs> So yeah, no, but break it down. So this so, so this so you type in a search, normal, you type yeah. in a search bar uh, on Google and then you are going to get a result. In the past, the results would just be the website links. But now what they're doing is grabbing okay. like featured snippets. Like they're grabbing snippets of right. text or answers in, in out the actual from the website right. and displaying, displaying it. it and then you can basically get the answer that you need without actually having to click to a site. And so 50% of people are not actually clicking through to a site anymore. So think of you now as a website owner, how much work you've put into search engine optimization, trying to figure out, you know, how to comply with Google's algorithms and learn all this stuff. And, and then now they slowly stripping away, even people driving to your site, like in a, in a way it's really crazy because they, they will do a better job than us. I I don't know. I, I, it's like, it's like being on the 10th page now, even though, even when you're on the first page, it's it's dropped. And, and and it's like, even looking year over year to see, um, like I'm comparing a lot of websites, not all mine, just in general. And it's like search, like search engine, um, organic search is dropping and it's dropping across all, like social media platforms as well too. And so, um, you know, there's obviously saturation of content. There's a lot of information and now it is about like, you need to deliver the right information to the right, right people at the exactly right time. Like right. it's, there's such, I don't know. Cause you, there is a lot of things you have to fight through. So it's yeah. like, and I think it is, comes back to you. You've actually picked a really nice niche where there's a lot of knowledge to uncover. Like this is, and it's actually a time that we need to figure some of the, the pulse, stuff baby. out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Finger finger fingers, just, just, you touched it in. Where I, yeah. That's yeah. where I went with things. But, uh, well, and so it's a beautiful thing, right? And you've, no, you've lived, you've learned I, a lot. You've put a lot of, you've put a lot of work into everything you're doing. And I believe if you have something you feel is a value that you want to share, then that's worth sharing itself. Right. Like I think that that means a lot. And the fact, that you're putting all this work into it like you truly believe that you um you have something valuable to share so why right. would you not like well, and just, and you have the opportunity to so i'm, I'm proud of you yeah. i'm happy for i'm happy that yeah. you're doing it no i definitely feel the the call to do it and i'm uh yeah again i think if i didn't have like the full perfect storm like with any business that i've started yeah. it's it's about having the the right network around you so having you to help me with this i had a friend come up and show teach me the ins and outs of a musician you got friend. it down buddy you know looking like a pro garage, here garage, yeah garage it's very eclectic desk you've got here lots yeah. of things you've got uh lots of things what what do you got on your ha- face right now, too? Can you tell me? What's <laughs> you're throwing? I wanted the glasses. I wanted the glasses. It's uh, like six or it's eight o'clock, eight eight fifteen, anyways. Yeah. And it's it's pre uh, winter solstice, so it's like dark out here in the northern hemisphere. Yes, it is. London, Ontario, or Port Stanley, I should say. So yeah, I have my uh, blue light blocking yeah, lenses well, on. Tell me about them. And I just, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing it just so I can sleep. Tonight. Yeah. That's you're it. gonna come over. We're gonna have this. Really exciting conversation, <laughs> and I'm going to be jazzed. We had we had beverages and, uh, yeah, yeah. and everything, and I'm not going to get. Actually, that's that we've had plenty of uh, CBD as well to kind of keep it Good. keep it Good. keep it grounded. Oh, really? but no, I've got to, again back to back to the eclectic <laughs> desk. It's it really is yeah, tell about me about creating it. creating the right space in here for for what I want to accomplish. You've done a good with job. The podcast, yeah, I like it. I feel nice with, with the podcast. I know it is. It's really about the preparation. I've got the uh, as you can see, I've got the styrofoam padding. That will be up, and it's uh, yeah, the Port Stanley Sessions here, as we're Port calling Stanley it. Stanley Sessions, I love it. I love but, it. But um, no, re- really, as I say the word sessions, it remind me about uh, just you know the recording of of certain audio sessions, and I think uh, everything that you're doing with Speak, I I'm really really excited to be using that, and why I'm excited, I'm excited because I've been I've dabbled in the wor- world of softwares that are going. Um, 
speech to text. Yes. And uh, as a researcher. Yeah. And using and knowing that I was coming back uh, to my PhD studies here after a couple years of a leave of absence, I knew I had to get back into the world of like what's out there. And I know yeah. Dragon Software is out there. Yep. Um, but then here you are creating speak again from your need to basically grab audio or grab uh, clips and things to basically turn into search engine optimized little snippets that you could send out there. And, and again, people could hear your content essentially. And so that's, so when, so when I was coming back to do the podcast and heck, we talked a year yeah, ago when I say that I was planning on like doing this. Yeah. Year, yeah. I remember you actually, called me. Uh, it was early, that was, it was, was early yeah, on. Was I was still, yeah. I was still in the, in the void. This yeah. is pre burn in the void. I remember the void. Yeah. yeah I was still in good the times. void. So <laughs> yeah, no, it was well, good, <laughs> good times when you're yeah, good yeah. times when you get out. Of, well, I shouldn't say that. It's, we're always in a void of some sort. Yeah, I guess, exactly. Right. But so anyways, we'll, we'll talk deeper about what the void is. I'm sure by the end of this episode, but yeah, I already kind of, um, knowing that I want to do this and I want to use software to, for my research, essentially to transcribe um, interviews and yeah. that with participants as a qualitative researcher, uh, focus group interviews, yeah. one-on-one interviews, things like that are, are what, are what we do. It's the method. Yeah. So I really was excited about speak just because of that possibility. But then here we are with the podcast and here I am as a aspiring writer and uh, you know, public speaker and whatnot. And so for, for me, to be able to record sometimes what comes out as audio being a very, uh, you know, having the gift of gab, yeah. so to speak, <laughs> having ability now with this beautiful uh, microphone and the ability to actually transcribe hey, things. Yeah, no, to be able to transcribe things is is key. So that's a, a long-winded yeah. way of saying, let's talk about speak and tell us what. Check <laughs> us back tell here us, again. Yeah, hey, tell yeah, us about, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Well, we're, we're moving along. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're moving on just fine. <laughs> this is a perfectly, if, if we get, so there are other things that Tyler will be back on to talk about. And, well, no, there's some, there's some really interesting is, things this here. This I think yeah, right yeah. now is that I, one thing that if we're going to talk about, you know, podcasting um, and we're going to provide useful links for folks and things that they might want to use. I think, I think talking about speak yeah. is definitely high on the list. So yeah. Tell well, me about speak. well, and I, I think there's a, there's a, a core element to myself. You, you talked about like you, you know, you have the, the gift of gab and uh, you know, I don't know again, if that's a gift, it's a, it's a curse <laughs> sometimes. It's a, sometimes, sometimes it's a, yeah. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I've been, I have <laughs> for myself, I have a huge love of audio. I have a, uh, just to me, like speech and is like the most fascinating thing in the world. Like, I can't believe we developed these like complex language systems. I just think it's so incredible that from to think that we like, oh man, just, just to know how not that long ago we couldn't even figure out how to communicate and right. just like the progression that we've had and, um, you know, the different dialects, different accents, different meanings, like what does, um, you know, even what does, what is the meaning of a word and, and how different cultures look at a different word differently. Like I, I, right. that just endlessly fascinates me. And so when I think even about what I'm doing with um, Speak and then Speak AI is the official incorporation. I'm going to clear this up right now because I hate it. Yeah, um, Speak say, AI say is it. Speak AI Inc. is the incorporation. Okay, but I'm calling the product Speak. Right. Okay, but it's not fun. So I'm working. I, I'm working on that right now. For a guy who loves marketing, I'm I'm not happy with my branding skills right now. Well, uh, and it's um, there's lots of there's lots of reasons why it we're I'm going that route and our team's going that route. But, I throw uh, AI, on it, AI on it because in London you're known as the the AI guy kind of. Right it's now. weird. And yeah, it's, it's um, so crazy. So right? That's, that's <laughs> because yeah, again, I guess the incorporated name, which yeah. I know I know the confusion. I've been there before with yeah. inc- uh, confusing incorporated name yeah. and what your actual branding well, is. Right, and, and that's and yeah, and it's. it's 
not fun, but you can, you know, you can clarify it, but it is like, there is something I actually, uh, this is something I think about a lot about this AI piece because, um, that is with speak AI being the incorporation, the AI does become a core element to what we're doing and what does AI actually, um, like what does AI look like right now? It's okay. People are very, you know, it's very mysterious. People are trying to figure it out. Um, and there's a lot of hype, there's a lot of enthusiasm, but there's also a lot of fear. Yet the real effects of AI have not, and I would like say it's more like AI and then the subsector of machine learning. Like we haven't actually seen like the full ramifications of these things yet. Right. So maybe people are like sort of neutral on it right now. And that's why I like the well, question about technology. But what, what about in five years? What about when jobs are replaced on a mass scale by artificial right. intelligence? Like I don't know if it's actually the best thing to be aligning with that brand in a way. So it's also thinking about, okay, there's the short term where this is cool because there's a buzz around it. Um, there is the ability to, you know, everyone thinks that they need to incorporate AI into their company. And in many ways, most people are incorporating it into their company and into their daily lives every moment that right. we're actually using it. But we haven't seen mass like truckers getting laid off. Like as we, as we start to right. see AI start to take over and that trucking is not even the best example. Like there's so many applications that they can actually do that humans don't have the capacity to do. Uh, Generally, what we see when things like that happen, there's um, new new jobs that are created that were never created before. And there's now going to be, you know, we have to be system managers and there's going to be so many things that we can't predict. But I really think about that. Um, no, I but, like I like yeah. where you're going this because from a rewilding standpoint, here we are talking on a podcast. I'm sure there's a lot of rewilding folk out there mm-hmm. in the, maybe in the, what you might think a traditional rewilder mm-hmm. looks like might be going, this is this sounds like a horrible thing. Oh, for uh, sure. 100%. You know, we're having, basically it's Terminator 2, yeah. Judgment Day yeah. all over here. But um yeah, I mean, it, I think it. I think it totally could be could be scary to some, but I think again, it's it's all in the intent and how how. We That's use exactly, it, right? so. and and because and, and like speech analysis is, which is a big thing that that speak is doing and that I'm I'm deeply passionate about is just like what can we actually learn from someone's speech and more than even speech, what can we learn from someone's the way that they're expressing themselves, the body language they have, and the and you know the facial expressions they're making. Like yes, there is this there is a, a creepy element to it, and as a person who does consider deep ethically like what I'm working on um, and where the world's going there's also a huge potential here to diagnose things before they don't happen or treat people better or um, you know base, build better relationships or help people communicate better and so it's this it's like anything you talked about it being like a you know sort of like a paradox that's right. that's what it is where you can use technology to um, you know exponentially um, increase the quality of life for people but at the same time um, there can be detrimental effects of that and we're seeing that already we're seeing that right. with technology right now we're seeing that with social media and as a person who is actually very passionate about what you're talking about right. I question like everyone's building technologies to help be more efficient to help whatever and um but you know all the work that's going into just be, do something efficiently uh, we're you know spending a large portion of our life and it's like we want are we supposed to be in nature are we supposed to be right. um you know in the wild are we, like that's a question right. not to ask myself as someone who builds technology right. and spends every single day in it um i have a deep admiration for the world and na- natural world well here's the thing i mean and it not i mean i don't know if we're going to dive right down this or we could save it for another episode but um here's the thing i'm hearing i mean is if these things are are you know replacing truck driving jobs are we freeing up leisure leisure time for individuals and what are they doing with that leisure time yeah. and, and do they have funds or capital or something that they could then exchange in the world as as money per se to allow them to still you know put a roof over their head and, and yeah. eat food or is that is that freeing up leisure time to the point where it's like again access to uh green space for the most part is uh is 
related to say socioeconomic status. So yeah, for sure. The more money you have, the more time you can actually yeah. afford to spend in nature, right? And so certain parts of the world don't even even fathom the idea of yeah. like actually having time to actually go for that's a so hike. Say, yeah. so I mean, is that is that where we're going? If so, I mean, heck, heck, that sounds like a pretty awesome sp- awesome space. No, and you're right. That's a that's a nature, great right? that's a great optimistic way to look at it. That there's a lot of manual work that's going on right now that humans don't really need to do. Like that are just it sucks. It sucks. Some you know there's a lot of jobs that um, can be taken over by technology to give people more time. I think it is like what do people do with that time? Uh, or if they have any money, they have any like money. Like have you seen the, the movie Elys- Elysium? Like have you right. seen that movie? Like they go, um, it's like they go up into they, it's like Mark Wahlberg I think, and they go up in space and like all yes, oh, the no, all the wealthy people. It's, yeah. uh, it's Matt Damon. Matt Damon. God Matt damn it. Those ah. Yeah, up in you know that, but that's that. There's already this massive wealth gap, and not even a wealth gap to me now. What I'm realizing too is it's a technical gap. Yeah. Like people who are, don't, it sucks. Like I'm, I'm lucky to have some no, technical bad, ability, but yeah, like it's so, it's so funny for me to come out. No, I didn't even hear quotes. It's a bad I thing. I didn't even hear quotes. Bad yeah, yeah, because yeah. Nothing is good or bad. Oh I mean, I really, man, that's so. No, like, this, this, this becomes a problem if, if we were to continue on this like yeah. divisive, divisive it's way. Crazy. Which it's crazy. It's, it's so far from yeah. rewilding or the natural world to be um, of the same species <laughs> and just like you know making up these, these walls oh, and these barriers and the haves and the have-nots, right? Yeah, but, like um, like people are te- people who can like build programming and stuff. Like uh, like I'm I'm t- decently technical person, but like the systems that are being built right around us right now yeah, in rapid time um, is That's absolutely cool, right? crazy. And a lot of these things are like black boxes, right? Like do you know how do you know how this thing that we're recording through works right now? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> like know. do you know how your phone works? Like no. like this is again now like, you're, you're supporting my my lifestyle. I am 100. Right? So I'm on it. Is that good? I don't. And at the same mm-hmm. time, I I'm not. Again, I've said this in the <laughs> intro, so I'm not one to talk about doomsday prepping here on the show oh, which is nice it's yeah yeah, yeah. let's do it uh, no it's not it's really <laughs> I'm not because I'm, I'm very much an optimist i'm, I'm glad you're humorous. an optimist man yeah. that's a great way to look at it no, yeah, I, yeah. I i have i i don't i don't know how i am <laughs> i still am no i'm kidding I'm kidding being sarcastic that's the ego speaking but um no realistically if it does if it does all uh it's all wizards and dragons at the end of the yeah. day and i'm glad i have so, a footing in the wizards and dragons and this is a good segue yeah really because i, I kind of want to touch on something that you're conscious oh. of the way in which you do business in this yes, space which i important. commend you yeah. on and i know you wrestle with it oh, for sure. and i know that yeah. you just based on your curiosity as a kid and um everything that you're you know constantly uh wrestling with in that you know, huge uh, meat sack. Huge meat sack. I'm long, long segue oh, into man. your exploration into consciousness and yes, what man. we know in your ability to connect dots and grab things from the ether. Um, the, the force is very much strong in you, my friend. Oh, and, wow. And I'd wow, wow. say, you know, humbly I say it takes one to know one, but we've embarked on some uh, explorations of yeah, uh, consciousness and uh, humanity together. And um, I think, I think this is a good, I don't know how this is a segue anymore, but, but going, going off from, you know, all your, your creativity and your, I know, I mean, really, I guess as an entrepreneur, it, it shows creativity and what better place to see creativity yeah. than Burning Man. Yes. So, and, yes, um, yes. Long segue. Yeah. Hey, we, uh, you dropped it. You got it in. He fit it in guys. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a second, Where's second he going with episode. this? Oh, it's Burning Man. <laughs> um, yeah, I can, I did that. So, uh, oh, good work, Sean. Say, so you gotta commend, I gotta commend myself. I don't often do that. I'm not often gentle with myself. Like when on uh, psilocybin uh, at the first night of yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to be a little gentler on yourself. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to poke too much on that, but uh, <laughs> I brought it up. <laughs> yeah. I brought it up. No, but anyways, Can you tell Tyler, us what Tyler, happened? Well, Tyler and I, so Tyler and I are beating around the bush here. I'll tell the folks. Um, Tyler and I went to Burning Man this year. And the way that started, yeah, the way that started was 
So I had spoke with Tyler about the podcast and marketing. It was a business. It was like a nine to five call and uh, Tyler hit me up. So we had that. But then um, I had mentioned, so I just got the vibe, I guess. Um, So let's go, let's go way back. I got to back us up here. So I met Tyler at uh, the Propel uh, Entrepreneur Center entrepreneurship center mm-hmm. at Western university in the, uh, sales incubator, 2016, 2016 class yeah. of 2016. So I was there for Booch and Tyler was there for six, five. Yes. Which we had both just started basically yeah, that year. So early. Yeah. yeah. So young, young it was, yeah, it was awesome. Cause Tyler, um, at the time, I mean, I, you know, I didn't know anything about Tyler other than he came across as a super well-spoken young professional running this uh, marketing firm. And here I am with a kombucha company looking for a marketing firm so tyler had put together an amazing like package of different things that six five um were able to do for us we were shopping around we you know need to say didn't oh don't need to say that no yeah, uh, we, yeah. we went with a different uh marketing i wouldn't firm. trust myself come on <laughs> no. well that's just it. no i know I, well, I just did I, I, knew, I knew i had to figure something out oh man it's so funny yeah exactly there you go them. yeah but no anyways it was an amazing presentation and actually tyler was awarded at the end of the incubator as um you got like the you got like the MVP or like the most uh, most sportsman like. Uh, you got something like that, that. was fun. We will. It was. <laughs> it was. It was like uh, you know. Again, like I think it comes back to just being curious. Like I just was so. I that was uh, to get into a program just to put a little bit of context around it too. Like you're early in business, you're trying to figure out if you are crazy for doing it, and uh, and and so it's a difficult challenge. And so then all of a sudden you can get into a program, and these programs didn't even exist before. Like we right. were on the start. Like it was the second year, maybe the third yeah, year of what's called like campus linked accelerator. And those those programs were funded at uni- around universities to um, help entrepreneurs start. And so right. at the time, for me, anyways, I was pretty excited. Like it was twelve thousand oh, yeah. dollar grant right. for the whole summer, and it wasn't that. It was um, mentors. It was like yeah. guidance, and it was like wow, oh, I get to work sure. with a bunch of people who are like early stage companies, and they're actually doing cool things. And the opportunity, Goodbye. yeah, Good like, the opportunity to get in that, like it inspired me so much. And I'm, yeah. I'm blessed to actually get into that program, right. and it's led me to have the, you know the confidence to even do what I'm doing because I know I have support and people like you who knew me at that time and have seen how far um, that's even happened in a few years. And, and right. just the, the, the thing that I like about you and the thing that I learned from so many people um, in that program is just, you can see consistency and you can like see resilience. Like you can see the people who just keep right. working hard. They stay motivated and they keep trying to like do things in this world gotcha. and to be with a bunch of people who are doing that. Um, that's really inspiring. And I think bringing that back to um, Burning Man, I think that was a really exciting part. We had known each other, right. um, but not in the deepest form. No. And it was- <laughs> no, so I just had this, I yeah. had this in that Tyler, uh, what the heck was it? There, there's more to this than what's coming to me right now. But well, anyway. I think I was like, I was, I talked about, for example, like um, yeah, Burning no, Man, spirituality, psychedelic, on social media in life something that you posted that was on yeah something like that where I just got got the vibe I got the vibe so I asked him if he wanted to go down to uh, the jungle of Peru and do ayahuasca with me and he wanted to go and um, it was going to be for August of 2019 and he already had uh, Burning Man ticket in in the works so basically when I realized that that wasn't going to work for me I decided to I'm like that's it I'm going in for Burning Man so I literally somehow like you know if you if you Get a ticket to Burning Man, and you're you're meant to be at Burning Man. So my yeah, ticket exactly. fell in my lap like two weeks before. Yeah. Um, well, like you know, I left left Windsor area, left my home base, and uh, there was a tornado that actually hit my yeah. house that day as oh I my left. God, like, that was talk yeah. about like synchronicities coming my way, like 2019, a year of like 
things like that, like kind of landing on my lap. So here I am with a ticket to Burning Man with Tyler and having a connection with a group of burners, longtime burners, like four or yeah. five year yeah. vets. And I wouldn't even say that's long. That's those are still no, a sophomore. Long. Those to are sophomore burners. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm yeah. So they, they, like, they knew some stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. We had a bad start to that too. <laughs> Pulled over at the border. Um, oh, <laughs> pulled over the boy. Yeah, it was my fault. I got scared right away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the most okay. Guy yeah, yeah. I, I fell apart. I fell yeah. apart across the border, yeah. and then no, we no, missed the airport, and yeah. then uh, went to the wrong show. And so, to me, this all signs were stacking up that this was maybe something we <laughs> right. shouldn't have gone to yeah, right. <laughs> right away. Yeah, right no, away. That, yeah, there was a little of that, but no, that was, that was, that's a minor hiccup. In my I know world. it was. It was. It's a minor hiccup yeah, in my world so until you're out of out of the void. Oh man. No, we we definitely made it there, and yeah, I mean, I guess. I totally just ask you flat out what was your what's your take on Burning Man how yeah. what did you what do you think about it um, and then like yeah what, extrapolate yeah. in whatever way you want but would you would you go back again yeah, like, oh, to yeah. round it out yeah. with that question or something so I think one thing <laughs> that you said is like we were so lucky to go with people who were actually experienced and had had already gone mm-hmm. it was a lot of work right. that was a lot of work to organize right, and, totally. and uh, you know it was like I, I, I think we were both like about to give up hope and then you literally got a ticket like the next day. And so like, that was crazy too. The rush that you actually made to actually come after talking about it so long. Right. And so, you know, between we landed in Salt Lake city, we picked up RVs in Salt Lake city and then we drove nine hours basically to yeah. burning man. It was a pilgrimage. Was a pilgrimage exactly. Right. Yeah, Beautiful totally. pilgrimage. Um, really was, like yeah. it was like the mountains and I still look back at those pictures. I'm just like, wow. It felt like red dead redemption. If they if played that game, that that's some stuff. Yeah, right, yeah. And I was just, <laughs> I was loving it. And, uh, but it was a lot of organization and to me it was a lot of just like mental weight as well too preparing for it for the year like i think going on an ayahuasca journey or like you're going into an unknown and the way that you see videos of burning man or images and stuff you're like wow this is a deep this is a very deep unknown that we're actually going to bring functional items in the same time bringing things like a tutu exactly yeah as someone who's like survived out of a backpack it's just like I gotta, like I'm trying to just like pack for the desert here, and now I gotta bring a tutu. <laughs> the just, tutu was important though, and yeah, that was one of the, that was like one of the most fun days too. That was really that was, was so yeah. so so much fun. <laughs> um, and so that I think to my myself, one of the things that I really realized once I got there was that it's so interesting that people make such a big pilgrimage to get there. Like immediately. Well, we went to a head right. shop there and we saw that picture of the, we had the map with all the pins right. on it from all the people who had stopped at the head shop before going to Burning Man and, uh, you know, all across the world. Like, right. I just think it's, we talked to people from Russia, yep. from you, like it was, it was insane. Egypt. And so part of the pilgrimage, I think like the journey of being, it being so monumental and then arriving becomes like, it's such a big part of the actual journey itself. And the fact that we all just show up in this time and place, um, at that certain time of year. And in our case, like, you know, this year and, and in every year obviously has a completely different cultural context. It's a different year. Right. It's a different time. People are thinking differently. We've learned we more as a during, species. Like this year, even like we were there during the uh, Amazon. The, and that's exactly what I was just thinking. Fire, right? and that's, and, you know, and here we are. Yeah, yeah. Again, rewilding, talking about saving the environment and then like burning man, everything. Burning man. burning, right? Yeah. So, but like, yeah, again, like to your point, everything is just um, very, very dependent on that specific year and the energy that it, it is and it's you just can't you can't replicate it it's not like you go to burning man next year and it, it's the same thing and the same people and the right. same energy because the world has already right. like dramatically shifted so i think that's even to that we participated once in right. that i think is a, a really oh, powerful experience that's, that's, i mean yeah not to steal again what your your experience was but that type of energy there where it's everything is so in the moment yeah. um, despite the odd like instagram photo shoot and things like that i'd say for the most part man it sucks you right oh, into the present great. moment yeah and uh and just just 
forget forget time exists, right? To really experience like eternal time rather than that linear time that we're so used to. Again, it's it's uh, yeah. As far as like space, yeah. like just being there, uh, no use of like you know psychedelics and all this thing that has uh, a reputation for it. It's just being there and waking up and seeing. Yeah. Individuals that are up in the morning running like an ultra marathon. Oh my or god! People wow, that are up just insane. Going to get coffee yeah, exactly. Or, uh, families, whole breed, families, like right? yeah, yeah, whole families are out, uh, out and about, and just it really does feel like you're in a like a like a small city, and it's just. Yeah. I mean, and I said this to you, and I'm, maybe I'm like I'm totally kiboshing your your experience, but like I said, I've said before, it's somewhat my like nightmare basically <laughs> burning in is, which I can explain more about, but yeah, at the same time, it, sometimes, it. sometimes, yeah, well, sometimes it's, it's also like, it's, it's my bliss. Like it's the super peaceful. It's the, <clears throat> those sunrises in the morning oh God, where yeah. people are like out and about with the family. And it just got that vibe of like what Sunday would feel like, yeah. you know, for the most part in the, in the default world or back home. Right. But um, no, I mean it very much is my hell too, and I mean I think that's that's self induced. I, 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 I think that's part of it. We talked about this prior, but like I think part of Burning Man is everybody has to find that little bit of like the uh, adversity or like the little bit oh, of hell sure, that's yeah. there, and you have to overcome that to really make it a worthwhile like experience yeah. and pilgrimage and, and the whole journey. Really, really, it really is something that after when you look back, you're like, wow, I did that and I overcame that. And Whatever like, that is yeah. for you, right? So in the moment when living in the moment, like there are things that will kind of slap us out of there. And, uh, yeah, there's so many things like that at Burning Man. So for me, I'd say my hell is just in the, in the, that kind of existential, uh, culture that trickles in. And I just look around and see a lot of privileged white, uh, folks that are there just like, if the world was like in this post apocalyptic vibe too, though, where if my post apocalyptic vibe we wouldn't be just burning gas away and like raving hard all night and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, I like the idea of like still celebrating. Like, so there's like this weird, again, dichotomy. I think it's a very, in a way, a rewild thing though, too. Like, yes, it's, no, it, yeah. It and too, and right? because, my experience yeah. was a little bit of both. So yeah. I definitely got like, and who chose, the, I, who, I who chose the rave? Uh, well, hey, I, I, my, that was my, my sole purpose. <laughs> so, yeah, my sole purpose for going to Burning Man was to find uh, dance medicine specifically. Yeah, interesting. And uh, get in touch with uh, like the you elements did, of you the danced. desert and to dance Everyone danced. Off. That was yeah. awesome. Dance right next to Paris yeah. Hilton on yeah. uh, Burning oh, Night. Wow, yeah, man. yeah. Well, and I, I think there's a couple things that I just I thought. Not about. like that matters. Yeah. I want to just like totally throw this. No, like, I'm just, for example, like dance no, that's, my that's off and like found myself yeah. in most amazing uh, places not just Paris Hilton because in Burning Man didn't matter, but like just to kind of for context, I guess it's pretty interesting. It's just interesting that like so. Per, let me just rewind. Talking about technology, had a, had a crush on Paris Hilton since she became famous mm, back with her days. earlier videos, her, right? Early her videos, early videos, earlier videos during my teenage <laughs> years. Um, so honest, honestly, to be fully, fully <laughs> like, transparent, talk about, yeah, yeah, transparent yeah, and yeah, yeah. speak towards my primal. See, what, I like the simple. Just, I like the simple. I like the simple life. Is what I like. Was it the simple life, or was it that? What was it? I mean, that's, I don't know. Yeah, Doug, yeah. No, honestly, still do, does great things. Does good things. And they're they're at Burning Man, just being like another individual. So I yeah. Forget well, what, that was amazing. No, there was. I mean, there was a so couple it was people just there. Dance medicine. That's well, what I was and I I I thought <laughs> I thought there was. So I was in the uh, mind space that I was going to try to continue running my business for a week, right. and so I was like looking, Find searching for internet connections. Maybe. I know it was ridiculous. And like the one, the one, literally the one <laughs> Wi-Fi I went to, you log on and just this. <laughs> picture of this old naked dude <laughs> pulls out just like fuck you it's oh, like you're not getting internet here like yeah. it's just like a naked old dude and I, so that yeah yeah and then the, the there was one other we went the one day 
like this was the second day. We we're still trying to figure. I was still trying to figure it out. So I, right. I forced you to come and like always oh, see these bunch of zombies walking from the desert tr- trying to come get this Wi-Fi. Right. It was up for like fourteen seconds. <laughs> it was you done. seem fine. Somehow I found well, it. I and then people were yelling at me. Yeah. I had people. I had reception on the on the on burning at Burning Man, and it was that was weird. People yeah, really. like I was getting I was receiving calls and people were yelling at me because the tech, they were like, he's a tech guy, I'm not. I'm not. No, that's message, not it. That's messages will get through yeah, all the time when you retire. I do not. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I thought like, I, I mean, I, I think that's one part, like the immediacy part was really fun. And I, the fact that like, we both like explored that and like did things that we wanted to, that right. neither of us like wouldn't maybe necessarily do. Yeah. I think that was a lot of fun. I, I, right. to me that damn, like, uh, yeah, like I, I think I've said this, but like the, that wooden structure that we went onto the cowboy one, like that, that was so cool. Um, oh, right. Like where we walked into the saloon in the middle of like, there we, oh, man, right. there was some amazing stuff. And I'm with oh, you yeah, on like the burning things. I think that's pretty crazy. But I think even when I wonder, like I know Burning Man, they were putting out um, uh, like sort of um, content and information right lately that they're moving towards like, um, I'm trying to, I, think, I don't know if it was like net zero, but they're right. trying to reduce this yes. like dramatically what they're actually doing. Yeah. Um, and so I think they're, um, if it's we look void of the discussion for sure, even. Yeah, during the time of the Amazon that like it was, it was that was intense, and you could feel it. You could feel it, things like that. And yeah. It, yeah, it was it was on the tip of people's tongues. But For again, sure. using fire to celebrate and to change and kind of what it represents, it's it's sacred fire. Yeah. If I ever, I mean, having built sacred fires and having experience around, um, yeah, again, sacred fires, it, it felt so freaking sacred. Yeah. Like when the temple's burning, when the man oh, was burning was the energy yeah. there. So the use of these things, it can be used celebratory. It can be used to change, to burn down yeah. what's old and to, to symbolize what's new. So I think uh, despite the fact, so again, I guess two sides to every coin, right? Because I think in a rewilding sense, you'd be like, oh, it's bad for the earth. Yeah. And yes, it is. But using sacred fires in this way, I think it's one heck of a yeah. great great way to use it. And uh, man, I was, uh, again, like the fact that it's, again, talk about immediacy and living in the moment, like uh, you ma- these amazing art structures that are literally there for a week, if that, and um, they're getting burnt to yeah. the ground. And it's like, yeah, like Tyler, you mentioned the the one, the, the Thai fishing saloon yeah, place yeah, where it's yeah. like we had ran into like our campmates and yeah. like had an amazing night and then all of a sudden moment, yeah. the next night you're it's i'm riding crazy. by and it's like it's it's burning like it's gone <laughs> like i actually felt sad like yeah I felt it was sad for the fact that it was like this amazing place where we had this great time with yeah. our friends and it's now gone right yeah, so it's just, just it, it, the life is temporary emotions. right yeah. and i think there was a lot yeah. there's just so much there's so much power um within some of those experiences that we actually had so i'm happy i wonder like so you uh, like you, cause you wanted to go do the ayahuasca tr- ceremony and right. then we went to burning man and then you did the ayahuasca ceremony. I so like for this, you, yes. the, it sounds like, and this is just me making assumptions, but like the ayahuasca journey was more a positive, um, profound experience or no, no, no both, both, both equal, equal, cool, cool. Yeah, equal cool. medicine for sure. Yeah. I, I guess I haven't really different kinds of medicine. You know, yeah. it's, it's great. Cause this is a podcast here for, uh, the new year, despite recording here during the holiday. Yes height yes. of the holiday season um so i haven't really gone too far in yet with the burning man experience and how it relates to well, one the ayahuasca i already know being profound because yeah. the intent was there to have it in a sacred way mm. whereas there was a lot more of a uh, ecstatic celebratory vibe that i went yeah. into burning man with also looking for some peaceful times which we had plenty of that oh, yeah, at the sure. maps uh at yeah the, at the, the psychedelic one, lectures yes the psychedelic lectures as well as like doing like the wing hoff yeah uh, oh, amazing man that was beautiful and i just even think day. some of the nights that we were biking around sort of quietly as well right. too like uh, just yeah, the so middle had, of the night yeah, yeah that was i had beautiful. my i had both i had both uh experiences and everything there so yeah but it still was a different vibe but i still think very impactful is 
terms of me, like, uh, again, like, I guess, telling the story of, like, me coming out of a pilgrimage or what was a dark time of the soul yeah. where I was able to uh, kind of, like, close up loose ends with something. So, obviously, I had a, so I had done a vision quest. For the listener, I had done a vision quest in uh, uh, April, May. And so that was very profound in leaving as, as a rite of passage and leaving behind what doesn't serve me and, and asking what's going to come yeah. forward. And then again, Burning Man was more so of a celebratory, let's dance, let's, let's re-enter the world, so yeah. to speak. And I did that with the help of some uh, psychedelics as well, which, <laughs> which thank goodness for Tyler and his, and his nurturing motherly ways. But um, yeah, so that was, that's, that was Burning Man. And then here, here was, uh, here was me just being a, you know, spiritual warrior peaceful warrior yeah. of sorts going down to do uh ayahuasca because i knew just there's some things you know you just yeah, might as well course. clean out clean out the closet on a yeah. very deep level which that uh medicine is a great way to do that right so uh so i got the whole i got the whole gamut of uh experiences here before the end 20, of 2019 right yeah, yeah so exactly. it was a nice way to kind of like uh for me it was a great way to move forward so i can't say it wasn't um yeah, it wasn't, it was totally, absolutely amazing. Yeah. But I mean, I know for you it was because I feel like you, I feel like your burn was as someone who got to observe it um, <laughs> from, you know, as, as your campmate and as partner in crime, so to speak. Yes, it were. Um, yeah, so I, uh, it seemed like a great burn for you because, yeah, you got to be there in, like, in this very creative space for you yeah. um, and, like, talk to a whole bunch of other, like, you know, Silicon Valley, like, tech moguls of sorts that you'd run across you just happen yeah, to yeah. find like most interesting people and then then you kind of fell into the map into the map stuff so i kind oh, of yeah, sure, wanna, yeah let's just maybe go there and talk about all, all, all the things that you do yeah, we yeah. kind of got a nice intro to you here on the show tonight or today because we got to talk about you know your, your businesses and that and then um well we haven't talked about everything you'll be back yeah. for sure but course, no, to get it to get yeah. into your you know you're into i guess uh psychedelics and and maps um yeah just briefly i guess what how did the map stuff go for you? Yeah, there? so yeah, for some, I guess for some context there, Sean and I um, spent uh, several days. I, I think I spent probably the most time there, yeah. but I had a, I have a, a special interest, uh, uh, basically maps. And there was a, the organization was actually, or the, the camp was called like Entheo Nation, and they presented um, basically a bunch of psychedelic lectures from some man, some ex- like some pretty extraordinary people: yeah, Paul Stamets, sure. um, Alex and Allison Gray, right. Android jo- Jones, uh, Rick Dobbin, who is the founder of Maps, and and so for Maps is. Um, it's basically the, re- the organization responsible for um, decriminalizing, um, or working on decriminalizing psychedelics, including MDMA, ketamine, um, psilocybin, um, and you know a, a multitude of uh, of more. Basically, first working on MDMA right now, with, right. Uh, and uh, and they're doing some amazing work. And you know what happened basically was in the seventies, all this research got shut down completely after uh, right. a couple of you know failed experiments and uh, a lot of anti-war rhetoric and just a very unique time in history. Right. And so so we lost 40 years of, um, you know, no, more than that even of like, you know, maybe instrumental human knowledge. And I think you talk about, you know, with what you're doing with rewilding is, you know, to me connecting to um, the root of what we are as humans. Right. And there's so much actual universal knowledge in there that we're missing out when we actually don't do that. And so MAPS is really um, behind the renaissance of uh, research into psychedelics. And we were, I th- in my mind, it was absolutely like honor, like a privilege. Right. Like I, I couldn't believe that we actually got to sit there um, and uh, listen to lectures right. for multiple Good days job. and, you know, just some beautiful, beautiful moments of sharing, obviously passion around it, but the research that's going into it, the, that, um, that, uh, was, that really was the research was an interesting piece because hearing Rick Doblin speak and I get where he's coming from. And I guess in speaking of different ways of knowing, like sure, these things are ancient healing methods um, used by, you know, shamans and, and 
medicine men and healers um, throughout history. But nowadays, essentially, we're coming in and seeing science kind of uh, uh, yeah, unfolding sure. some things and cutting through some of the red tape and some of the bureaucracy or yep. some of the even the stigmas around this stuff and showing people that, hey, we're actually getting solid results here. Exactly. So, again, like you said, it, the time wasn't right earlier on, but nowadays um, doing it and hearing Rick Doblin speak, like kind of just, just a mastermind in, I guess, bringing this forth kind of to the mainstream. Yeah, he went, he went against it for a long right? time. Yeah, like a lot, what, a lot of, yeah, yeah, 1986. Yeah, exactly. maps, yeah, right? So, so it's some time. Oh, man. And, um, you know, and doing a lot of work with like veterans right now, which yep. need help, right? It's a worthy group. So, um, so it's, I, it's, it's bringing people together as well, too. Right. That's what a big part of his talk was, is that, you know, the, there is, um, you know, whether you put it classified as the right, right wing supporting them, right. left wing, um, conservatives and progressives, because right. they know there's problems with the system right now. Right. And that was a, a big inspiring part to me that through, although there's so much divisiveness in the world right now, there are some things that are actually bringing us together. And it's sort of funny that one of them is actually psychedelics because um, there's such, wow. such, plants are smart. exactly. Plants are smart. Exactly. Well, no, yeah. And yeah. I guess I'm speaking towards like the plant, the plant psychedelics, but yeah, just like here, here we are like, no, in general, these yeah. and there's this whole Renaissance right now. Right. And yeah. Um, yeah. The earth is saying, Hey, listen, listen up here. Listen to, listen well, to and then we talked here. about, we saw, I, did you see Paul Stamets? Did you come to Paul Stamets? No, talk? Tried, yeah. You couldn't get, get in. in. And the mile, line I went, was a yeah, mile. Yeah. yeah. Right. I went early in the day. So I yeah, went you and you like, basically lived there. Through I did. I was there for a lot. It was very peaceful place. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good, man. But the, you know, he, you know, talked about the intelligence of, he was talking about specifically mushrooms and not just psilocybin mushrooms, but I think, we wanted to go see Fantastic Fungi, and we had a right. horrible, um, you know, horrible weather day where we couldn't make yeah. it down to Toronto. Canada but the day. the intelligence of, um, of of mushrooms, intelligence of plants, like there is right. something going on there, and uh, I find yeah. that extremely fascinating. And I think that um, you know they call it the mycelial network, and the mycelial network is obviously physically under the ground in forests, but there seems to be some sort of um, a grouping of people or gathering right. people or calling. Like, why do people get calling to ayahuasca? Yeah. Why do people get calling to mushrooms? Is it maybe just childhood drama and and problems, or is there? I don't know is there a deeper right. root to that i'm not actually sure well, that's why i love what you're you're getting into and talking about some of these experiences they can't be described with science so despite no, science exactly. the table and trying to measure certain things and you know obviously in certain certain lab settings you can measure the efficacy of say sure. uh, mdma with post-traumatic stress in vets and you can yeah. actually measure that at the end of but there are these things that are happening mechanisms or phenomena within these experiences that only like say qualitative or ancient and indigenous ways of knowing exactly. might actually allow for like anything to make sense right because honestly sometimes during these like psychedelic experiences it's yeah it, it nothing really does make sense and that rap, <laughs> wrapping things back around to speak it's, it's amazing to have speak because then here here you are using a technology that's able to actually like um you know tell not only tell who's speaking in a in in a transcript, but like at which times and like maybe what their tone is and all these yeah. like really interesting things. So I know you can learn you so much had, about you it. Yeah. Amazing. I was just so happy to see you there in your element. Cause here you are um, going out to breakfast with folks yeah, yeah, yeah. camp and that, and, and, you know, and, and everyone's super interested in your, in speak and everything like that. Right. Yeah. So I just thought, well, it was, and like, it, it, was, it, it was weird. Sweet. Like it was, it was, it was serendipitous. yeah, it was. And that was it to me. I just, I, and actually a lot of the things that they were saying, I didn't even realize. Um, but like, there are so many connections for me. Like there was the one guy and I'm not sure if you saw him, he was a psychotherapist and he was doing, um, basically a review of, he was showing us a patient who had undergone um, a treatment and it was, for him, it was a, a very, very high dose of marijuana, but he had, didn't, wasn't doing psychedelics. So it was a very powerful experience with him. And he, they showed him um, basically getting filmed and recorded video and audio. And he was sitting on this chair and he was basically having these powerful breakthroughs. And a lot of the, the breakthroughs that he was having, it was really interesting. It was from childhood drama and an alcoholic father and mother, but he was actually um, 
reenacting them physically. So you were talking about, I think, right. at, at, the, at the ayahuasca ceremonies, right. there is a physical element to For it. Sure. Um, and so he was having that, and the guy had captured it on film and then was watching it back, and he was showing us specific clips mm-hmm. of what he was saying and, like, putting quotes on the video um, to basically show, right. like, here's, like, what he was saying, and then look at the How his phrase. Body exactly. Language. That would make so much it's sense. So f- exactly. From a traditional, like, Chinese medicine standpoint and other, uh, like, energy uh, modalities, energy medicine modalities, where, you know, certain movements or certain organs and certain uh, tissues will store certain emotions, right? Mm. So if someone is going through, say, a convulsion in a certain area, especially during, like, say, an ayahuasca ceremony, like, it could very well be that area essentially releasing that emotion. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, essentially. Well, and he, so he was, he was actually, for example, putting that. his, like, hand above his shoulder as he was yelling, and, um, you know, it was basically... His I left hand? Or like, well, I think... Well, it, well, I don't know. I'm, okay, hold, no, I'm holding my left hand up in the room yeah, right now. Yeah, 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 you know, you are. So I think, but I think it was him actually, for example, blocking, like, getting hit by an abusive parent. Oh, okay, so like he was, right, at, gosh, but, and then, but anyways, wow. what I realized is this guy had spent hours and hours analyzing this video and some of the practice, like when I look at why I started to speak, like one of the things I got asked to do was do a talk on artificial intelligence. I didn't feel prepared for it at all. It was scary. And I was trying to figure out how can I actually do this? It was like going to be in front of 600 people. And I started watching myself. I would re- record myself speaking, watch it back. And then right. instantly realize like, here's the good part. Here's the bad part. Here's the, and he wears not even that, where's the moment of like magic when I really hit it. And a lot of times that comes out in stream of consciousness. But right. I thought of like, cool. first of all, you need to capture that video. You need to capture the audio and then you need to be able to analyze it. And that's where I, a lot of the patterns that I, a lot of things I've worked on and speak actually do of not just, for example, transcription, but how can we analyze things and understand them better? And that can be applied so well to psychedelic sessions because they are often, you know, if you're doing psilocybin or even MDMA and or LSD, for example, definitely like you're four to eight to 12 hours. And a lot of the sessions are, you know, can be actually are and are being recorded because they need to be for right. our efficacy and like making sure that it's done right um, for documentation. Yeah. And so how can we take tens of thousands of hours of video? Some of these people are having the most powerful experiences of their life. How can we capture them, understand them better, and then use that understanding to then affect public policy, affect, affect public sentiment and like make legislation changes. Like, right. and that's that what, that's that knowledge mobilization piece that we've been talking totally. like that. Yes. We need, to, it, it makes it an easier transition from understanding to actually getting it out and f- affecting the world. Yeah, and that's again, what they're trying to do. There's a, a race against time. Thing. That's my yeah. biggest thing when going back into research, like putting on my research hat, it's like, geez, this, it moves so slow. And that's exactly. just why I say, I, I think I need the podcast. You need the podcast. And it's a beautiful outlet. outlet. It's a great it idea. Is, uh, otherwise my head will explode because yeah, by the time things get out, there um yeah, you have to it, peer reviews and you have to get late, you right. have to do and, like and which is all well and good and very important it, 100% when you're, it when is. you're doing things on the mass scale yeah. with like say healthcare or something yeah it's it's very important to think to know things at a certain level um but yeah no i think that anyways i think that it's important that we again i guess where are we at here with the time i'm at one hour five minutes this is going very well um <laughs> I know this no, has been great. This no, has been a great flow. Yeah, yeah. No, really, really, really good. Um, there's so many other things that I know we could talk about for sure, but I was just looking at time as yeah. soon as I kind of hit a little wall in, in, in speech there. And I see that, yeah, I said, we're going to try to keep things to an hour and a half, but, um, no, I know there's so many other things we could talk about, especially, especially with, I mean, I, I'm glad that we touched on speak and I guess, I mean, yeah, to wrap it up or just to, to re to recap, we definitely got some stuff out of here as far as starting podcasts, you speak AI, use something to transcribe. And then it's the way in w- it's just, it's going to help you in, you know, very little time, take little clips that you could then send out so that people can hear your message, whatever it, whatever yeah. it is. Right. And I think it's just the, the channels in the way in which you get it out. 
um, is, is obviously very important. Yeah. And I think, I think it is, you know, for myself, all I'm trying to do is, um, really bring it down to, I'm trying to actually communicate better. And so to do that, I need to be able to do that in the real world. I need to be able to do that virtually. And, right. um, I think where a lot of problem people, people, a lot of problems arise for people is actually the inability to communicate. And like, that's, um, you know, whether they've got feelings that they need to express, I think we actually need to do a lot more work on, um, communicating with, uh, ourselves as well too. Right. So like, how am I communicating with myself? Like I have an internal dialogue in my head that is telling me either positive or negative things. So how can you break those thoughts down? How can you understand that? And that's again, like not like that's the other piece of speak that I actually, I, I like to so really highlight as well too. I use it for, and, I, and it's actually something that sticks out to me is like, why are people podcasting? In a sense, it is a form right. of like talk therapy. I really do oh, believe that. Doubt. Like I, you know, people are watching themselves talk, they're processing it and they're learning about themselves. They're learning about how they're communicating with others and they're right. having these deep, great conversations and something about putting it in a podcast sense, it makes it feel, you know, it does, it makes it feel special because you're sharing it that moment with, I'm sharing this moment with you. It's been beautiful. Right. This has been a lot of fun. But right. And then, but then we're also sharing it with other people as well too. So there's this added like intensity that goes right. into it and then and a conversation that we can exactly exactly yeah, so speak, i think that's really beautiful word, right? and so that's that's what i'm trying to figure out in my one of my core theses is, is right now thesis is, is like decide <laughs> is that, that? Know, <laughs> yeah i should like yeah it's just like if we if i if i can communicate better you can communicate better or like one person communicates better than like the whole world becomes a better place because that's all we're doing we're all just communicating right. as humans trying to figure out like what the hell is going on here and um this information exchange that we're doing needs to be done effectively otherwise right. we're gonna we're gonna fall we're gonna fall behind and we're not gonna be able to get out what we want of life so, so true right yeah yeah we gotta again it's just it's so interesting we, we got to kind of rewild our our mindset and kind of connect to that higher to that higher wisdom and to that uh being able to communicate i think using technology like this and i'm glad to have you on so early to kind of go through what you know what is necessary for podcast but i think even more so is kind of the, the issue that we got into is using this technology yeah. to kind of get your to get your word out there and to help that rewild the world if it's whether it be you know creating softwares or creating podcasts and, and education yeah. content i think it's just important that you get out there and do it if you're if your intent is to kind of help yourself help your community help your exactly help the earth right yeah. so that's a beautiful way to end yeah well, i i um I just would like to maybe quickly, what, 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 are, you what are you looking for for 2020? Like what do you, it's this end of a decade yeah, right now. So maybe right. you could end it up just like, this is the end of 2019. We're sitting here. Um, we've had quite a 2019 well, together and quite one, a, <laughs> right. Yeah, we have. Well, one is many more podcasts. I don't even know. I yeah. guess that that's Burning Man. Yeah, how yeah, we does, yeah. That was the Burning Man podcast. We were talking about actually recording this while we were down there. Cause you brought recording equipment. Yeah. And, our, it didn't and it didn't happen after day two. I, mean, yeah. I can't string sentences. I recorded the properly. first night, actually. The first night you collapsed. <laughs> I took a walk by myself and recorded it, and I could still listen back to it. And well, it's amazing. Go. It's a, it's go. hilarious. See, it's, it's, well, yeah. The use of these technologies yeah. is good for journaling yeah. as well. Guys. And that's so it. It's, it's really yes. powerful. But, um, yeah, no, for me, for 2020, I think it's to, well, one, yeah, to do this again here with good. you, cool. I guess, oh, wow. uh, in, in this cool. way, because, yeah, we could dive into so many, back, yeah. so many more. Yeah, you might be back. <laughs> yes. okay, well, good. No, I said you invited me back. I'm okay, happy. I did I'm invite good. you back. Yeah, I yeah, also yeah. cooked you dinner. So That's very like, true. And amazing dinner. Back? And I got some more stuff to take home with me, too, some goodies. Right. I'm very yeah, excited. Right? Man. Yeah. So, um, no, many more of these podcasts. And I guess seeing as I have you here, I'm thinking in regards to, uh, like, for me, this this podcast is in start of a new venture in my entrepreneurial journey. So, for me, it's to, I guess, uh, kind of go inward still. It's still more inward time for me. I'm going to be sharing here on this outlet, but for the most part, I'm going to be um, reading and writing and doing PhD life. So for me, this, uh, for, for business-wise, it's to um, 
to do, to use that to do this put as much rigor into this as I would a biz- yeah. business and I mean I'm excited because I got a lot of really ex- cool uh, guests and things lined up or exactly. things that are, are on the go so there's gonna be that and then there's gonna be a lot of content creation kind of slowly pumping out on the website so that's really what I'm I'm really yeah. looking forward to that um, really looking forward to balancing the act of the rewilding with yeah. the, the buzz from the technology because yeah. for me uh, I've had the opportunity to you know, to be in the wild, so to speak, and to uh, to be on a pilgrimage where I'm afforded the abilities to kind of just dive deep into the yeah, inner sure. inner woods or the those dark times and things like that. Mm. So it's been kick ass. So now I'm just ready to to walk out of the woods, toy toy with the shores, toy with the the mountains, climb yeah. some more uh, mountains and more adventures. So, um, and that said, yeah, with you, I guess I'm gonna throw that right back at you. What are you uh, most looking forward to from a business standpoint? Uh, new decade for you. And a lot of, you know, always you're in a fast pace. I, I yeah. we didn't really say this, but this is like a fast pace, uh, you know, business and industry that you're in regards and in a high demand product. So it's yeah. like, what is, uh, what's on the go for you professionally and then personally, how are you doing the balancing act? Well, I just think one, one note that I'd like to add, um, is, uh, you've inspired me uh, greatly in, in uh, 2019. And I'm, I'm glad that you are, um, taking this dive back into like a PhD research. I think you've got a lot Thanks. of good in this world. And I think there's going to be a lot of amazing things that you actually find and bring back to, uh, to us here um, from well, it. So uh, I'm very excited and I look forward to um, keeping in touch and following that yeah. journey and following your Sweet. journey in general. Um, yeah. Come and then the I'm show. excited too, because you've got the, you've got the gear now. So you've yeah. got the, got the tools that you need to actually do everything you're doing. And right. then, um, you know, for myself, I think, um, that is, um, you know, it is, it's the end of a decade. It's not just the end of a year. And I get, I, I get all caught up in that stuff. So I'm, I'm really, well, you, it's an exciting year too. Cause yeah, it is, it is, uh, this year specifically, yeah, you had one, a higher honor with your, your entrepreneurship in the yeah. top 20 under 20 oh, so thank you very much like, yes so it's yeah. been a you know you've been able it's to been an interesting year and, 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 some, and 19 has been a bit right? 19 is a big number in my life and so right. i knew it sort of had this and that was even a big part of going burning man i wanted to get it done before this end of this decade here and i thought right. so i'm still every day learning a lot more about myself um i'm, I'm trying to my question always always too is just like why what tyler why are you doing this why you know what is the purpose behind it right. and i think we've got touched into that a little bit about some of the you know the technology rewilding the ethics of it all and what really mm. what are we trying to accomplish and where is where is where can i offer my whatever i'm good at to make the make the best of the world so i think that's something that i'm continually trying to explore you're right there's a right. fast i'm in a fast-paced um technology-based business right now it gives me a lot of stimulation and inspiration right and it's the same thing as you i think balancing that with um the rewilding the um the that the touching of nature that I actually need to do as well too, because that's right. what, that's what keeps me healthy and that's what keeps right. me happy. So a lot, a lot more time sure. I hope in nature, yeah. but also well, I, I need to dom- dominate this business too. So I got to no, figure this stuff you. out. Well, let's, yeah. let's touch base then again about the, about the nature. Cause I think yeah. that's important. You, you know, you alluded uh, to uh, 19 being important and yeah. I know that's, I know that's cause it's a Steve Eisenman. Steve Eisenman. Yeah, coffee, for so, sure, buddy. So I think that what, uh, you know, what we'll do is I'll make sure I'll make sure you're staying up on that nature I actually invited Tyler to a uh, sweat lodge. This oh, happened this, yeah, this uh, yeah, winter beautiful. solstice, so I'm yeah. throwing it out there now on here. But no, even just to uh, make sure that you are, you know, staying up on that. Of course, no, it's on so that important. Nature on that, yeah. on that stuff because that's uh, that is super important. Thank you for having me here, Sean. Yeah, man, this is awesome. So, thank fun. you for coming. And uh, yeah, so uh, I guess tell people where they can find uh, more of your content, more about your business, and all that good stuff. Ooh, plug! Wow. Um, <laughs> so I do have a site, TylerBryden.com, uh, T-Y-L-E-R-B-R-Y-D-E-N.com. 
Very excited about that. I found my name online as a domain. Some people oh, yeah. don't have their domain. Like they lost their name. Someone already bought it. That's a very oh, sad yeah. thing. Yeah, you, I know you do. Um, and uh, I have 65.co, which is a, a marketing consultancy that I started and then speakai.co uh, as well too. So I'm uh, doing a lot of stuff. The other part that uh, I'm working on right now is sort of the London, um, the, the psychedelic uh, society, right. the community there. Uh, I'm really, awesome. pow- really excited Feedback to see. Exactly, that, yeah. Sure. I'm really excited to right. see. I'm, you know, I need to develop community and tribes in my own life here right. as well too. And I think that's my contribution in a lot of ways. Yeah. How can I bring people together, um, talk about psychedelics, destigmatize, work towards decriminalization, right. and try to build a happier and healthier world? So, uh, again, thank you for having me. Yeah. This was great. No, that's good. And that's like all a great plug for mental health. I think when you have you back, we'll I'll talk about the nature stuff that you're doing or how you're staying wild. But yeah, talk about mental health because I kind of alluded to the hockey the hockey past that mm. you've had. And I think we've had really good yeah, conversations sure. about uh, men's health in and around identity crises when there's no more professional uh, sports yeah. career on in the horizon. So yeah, let's come back. Let's talk about that. But until then, uh, thank you guys out there so much for listening. We went a little bit over, but that's to be expected when it's Tyler and I in front of the <laughs> mic. So uh, but yeah, we'll have them back for sure. And until next time, stay wild. Thank you for listening to the Rewild My Bio podcast. Please subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating if you've enjoyed this episode. I would greatly appreciate it if you shared the show with your friends, if of course you think they would like it. You can also visit rewildmybio.com to download previous episodes and sign up for the newsletter. In the newsletter, I share blogs and bonus content from my health promotion research, along with practical tips to help you rewild in a modern world. Please follow along on Instagram and Facebook at RewildMyBio and on Twitter at Sean Slade. Thank you so much for listening and until next time, stay wild.